Welcome to the Fashionista Life, where we talk about fashion, interior design, parenting, and everything that encompasses the lifestyle of a fashionista. You can't help but smile with our host, Jennifer Johnson, a true fashionista and lifestyle expert, coming to you live from Naples, Florida. Hi, friends, and welcome to the Fashionista Life brought to you by True Fashionistas, where you can sell, shop, and look fabulous, as well as the best wedding planner. I am your host, Jennifer Johnson, and today we're going to be chatting about the history of Chanel. So listen to this. A girl should be two things, classy and fabulous, and I don't do fashion. I am fashion. And those are two very famous quotes, uh, the most famous quotes on the planet, and planet in my opinion, but that was said by none other than Gabrielle Bonhur Chanel, aka Coco Chanel. She led quite the adventurous and exciting life, she breaking ground and introducing now legendary items and looks. And we just couldn't do without something in our closet by Coco Chanel. Her career spanned over six decades at the top of Parisian haute couture. Fashion forward and eventually elegantly casual, her designs revolutionized a generation, inspiring women to cast aside their uncomplicated, uncomfortable corsets and bustle-filled old-world garments in favor of more modern and sleek looks. Among her timeless ideas were the Chanel suit, costume jewelry, quilted handbags, and the never outdated and always in fashion LBD or little black dress. That's right. You have Coco Chanel to thank for initiating a look that's a no fail every time. If you or someone you know is planning a wedding, we have something very special for you. Planning a wedding can be very overwhelming with all the details, the time, and not to mention the cost of a wedding. TheBestWeddingPlanner.com is the answer to all of your frustrations. TheBestWeddingPlanner.com is a fraction of the cost and gives you all the support of a wedding planner without the hefty price tag. Check them out online at TheBestWeddingPlanner.com to download a free wedding planning timeline. Chanel is a true rags-to-riches story. Having, having been born into poverty in the French countryside, her father abandoned her to an orphanage following her mother's early death. After short stints working in a shop and as a cafe singer, she soon figured out the game and started dating wealthy men. In 1913, one of them, Arthur Boy Capel, helped her with the finances to open a tiny millinery shop in Deauville, France, where she sold simple sportswear, which included jersey sweaters. And after five years, her poor girl sweaters started attracting wealthy women who had now tired of their stuffy century styles. Keeping with her rule that luxury must be comfortable, otherwise it's not luxury, her simple, comfortable designs revolutionized the fashion industry. By the late 1920s, the Chanel empire was already worth millions with expansion into a textile mill, jewelry shop, and a perfume laboratory. And we all know where this story is headed. The phenomenal success of Chanel No. 5 sent the Chanel empire to stratospheric heights. Chanel No. 5 was introduced in 1921. 
And it's actually been said that the name came from a series of scents that this gentleman had designed for Coco, with number five being the winner. And an interesting thing to note is that Chanel mistakenly signed an agreement that only gave her a mere 10% of her real royalties. I mean, who knew that, right? Isn't that just crazy when you think about it today? The 20s, specifically 1926, also inspired Chanel to create the LBD, or as we know it, the Little Black Dress, which rocketed to instant fame and popularity. Chanel's goal for the LBD was to create something that could be available to the widest possible market. And the LBD did just that. It revolutionized fashion. With the onset of World War II in 1939, Chanel closed her couture house and did not return to fashion until 1954. I honestly did not know this information, and I find it fascinating. Her associations with German diplomat during the Nazi occupation were an obvious contributor to this decision. Her reputation dragged down by this development. However, once she jumped back in, Chanel's fashion sense was on target with the introduction of a new suit designed featuring a collarless, braid-trimmed jacket and graceful skirt. She also introduced the bell-bottom pants during this reinvigoration, which is so popular. It's typically a perennial popular thing come fall. The 1970s is usually back in style come fall. Following Coco's death in 1971, Chanel, the couture house, languished, having lost its beloved visionary and was haphazardly led by a revolving door of designers until Karl Lagerfeld entered the picture in 1983. Lagerfeld understood the iconic Chanel persona more closely than the predecessors, adding his own updates to evolve the label accordingly. Branding himself as the channeler of Chanel, as well as a flat-out reincarnation of Coco herself, which he openly believed and often discussed. Lagerfeld revived the label to monster levels for another 35 years until his untimely death in February of 2019. Thank you again, friends, for listening to The Fashionista Life, brought to you by True Fashionistas and TheBestWeddingPlanner.com. Make your day fabulous. Hmm? But that's podcast one. Yep. Ready? Hi, friends, and thank you for listening to The Fashionista Life, brought to you by True Fashionistas, where you can sell, shop, and look fabulous, as well as thebestweddingplanner.com. I am your host, Jennifer Johnson. So just who is Betsy Johnson? She is the designer of brightly colored ensembles made from atypical fabrics. Her name is synonymous with the both with both the 60s youth, 60s youth quake scene and the late 70s and early 80s new wave slash punk rock fashion. After all, we are talking about the only fashion designer known for ending her runway shows by doing a cartwheel into a split, but there's going to be more on that later. Betsy Johnson has been perfecting her vision of happy for much of her life. 
In fact, she created her first garment at age four. It was an apron with a doggy print on it. And as a child, she fueled her creativity with dance and art. It was a combination of the two that propelled her towards a career in fashion. She loved the elaborate costumes she wore for her dance recitals and spent many hours sketching costume ideas, realizing at one point that fashion was the perfect meeting of her interests. Upon graduating high school, Betsy pursued her interests in art and design at Pratt Institute in Brooklyn before transferring to Syracuse University for the remainder of her college experience. Degree in hand, she dove headfirst into the New York fashion world via winning Mademoiselle's Magazine Guest Editor Contest, which then turned into a job in their art department. Are you looking for unique pieces for your wardrobe? Perhaps you need some new athletic wear like Lululemon for your love of the bright and cheerful colors. Maybe it's going to be Lily Pulitzer. Or maybe you're looking for a luxury bag like Louis Vuitton or Chanel. Look no further than True Fashionistas. True Fashionistas carries mid-market and designer merchandise from Lululemon and Lily Pulitzer to Louis Vuitton and Chanel. All items are authenticated and available in-store or online at truefashionistas.com. One short year later, Betsy Johnson landed a designer job at a quirky New York clothing boutique called Paraphernalia. It was here that Johnson developed her colorful, hippie-inspired style using unconventional fabrics like shower curtains, car interior linings, and old New York Yankee uniforms in her designs. And that helped to pioneer the 60s youth quake movement. She found herself hanging with Andy Warhol. In 1970, she left paraphernalia to assume creative control of youthful sportswear brand Alley Cat, where her brightly colored, crazy patterned clothing continued to draw attention. The following year, her work earned Johnson the prestigious Cody Fashion Critics Award, making her the youngest designer ever to win. Johnson was riding a whirlwind of fame and popularity, but then the 70s happened. Her fan base grew up and went to work. And interest in her bright designs faltered until the emergence of the new wave punk requirement of 1978. Revived by the musical revolution that mirrored her ensembles, Betsy partnered with ex-model Chantel Bacon to start the Betsy Johnson label. They opened their first store in the trendy Soho neighborhood of Manhattan, and Betsy Johnson's look was officially back and raging. We wanted to make clothes for us and our friends, the kind of stuff we were wearing at Mud Club, Miss Bacon told New York Times, staying with the company until 2010. We were doing a lot of pink and black striped lycra when everyone else was doing earth-toned, the Annie Hall thing. In 2006, at 64, Johnson started doing her now legendary cartwheel into the split movement at the end of her shows. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. At age 64, she's out there doing cartwheels. But not just to cap off the evening, but to show the world that she could still pull off the acrobatic moves she'd done for most of her life. It's all about the clothing. Her career faltered a bit in the early 2000s when the 65-plus stores couldn't keep up. She declared bankruptcy before the company was bought and corporately reimagined by Steve Madden in 2010. Co-founder and former editor-in-chief of Paper Magazine remembers 
remembers and said she put rock chicks on roller skates for her fashion shows and was constantly eating popcorn and licorice. She always had a boyfriend and then sometimes she'd get married. And now that was a quote from the former editor-in-chief of Paper Magazine. Johnson married three times, had a daughter named Lulu, and the third time, and that was the third time around. At age forty-five, Lulu Johnson, a former model, runs the company with her mom. Betsy Johnson has also survived breast cancer, open heart surgery, bankruptcy, three marriages so far, and a pandemic. Yet she still maintains her signature blonde extensions, wacky clothing creations, an eternally optimistic attitude, and is rocking at the age of eighty. So we're all wondering. Can she still manage her signature show-ending moves? Well, Betsy fessed up and she said, I split all the time, but I only do a cartwheel on grass these days because of the wobbly runways and slippery floors. Now when I do appearances, I always split and I have a split fan club and they do the splits with me. Thank you again for tuning into the Fashionista Life. I'm Jennifer Johnson, and this has been brought to you by True Fashionistas and thebestweddingplanner.com. Make your day fabulous. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of The Fashionista Life. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review. That helps others find the show, and we really appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode of The Fashionista Life.